You are now tuned in to Poppy Chulo Radio, your web portal for the best in pop culture news and interviews. The Blackberry's curse! It's here! Where do you think it's taking us? It doesn't matter. Wherever we end up, we're gonna win. The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to a special Season 7 spoiler edition of Storybrooke Weekly Mirror, the unofficial Once Upon a Time podcast, a poppychuloradio.com and Apple Podcasts exclusive, Poppy Chulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Monday, September 18th, 2017, and I'm your host, Jeffrey Aruz. Tonight, we are doing something very different. We are delivering directly to you all the Season 7 news, casting scoops, episode titles, and spoilers that have been announced. So please welcome my co-host. You know her. You love her. She's our spoiler diva. It's Katie. (laughs) Hi, guys. Hope you all are doing well. It's been quite a while. So it's going to be really exciting to finally kind of get back into all the spoilers and talking about a new season again. I agree. We're almost here, listeners, if you can believe it. We are very close to being able to finally view the Season 7 premiere of Once Upon a Time to see all of the changes, the reset, whatever you want to call it. I'm excited. I'm pumped. And listeners, if you want to join us, if you want to be here with us, with Katie and myself, discussing Once Upon a Time Season 7 you can. We are looking for new co-hosts for the podcast. So if you are interested, if you are over the age of 18, if you are someone who uh, knows how to use Skype, someone who is available Monday evenings to record, we would love to have you on. We are looking for people that are very passionate about the show. We are looking for people that uh, are not afraid to share their opinions about the show. We want people that 
hopefully have followed Once Upon a Time since the beginning, whether you watched it on the TV since day one, or you binged and caught up, that kind of thing. We're just looking for awesome people with great personalities that, uh, you know, are not afraid to share what they really think about the show. And, uh, yeah, so you don't have to be necessarily in the continental United States as long as you're available at the recording time. And um, other than that, I mean, you know, the, the most important rule is that you have to be over the age of 18. So if you are interested in joining us, we uh, are looking for you. Feel free to email us. The email address is simply talent at poppychuloradio.com talent t-a-l-e-n-t at p-a-p-i-c-h-u-l-o r-a-d-i-o dot com and um, if you didn't get that email address uh, you will hear it uh, in just a moment from our announcer and uh, if you still don't get it you can just visit the poppychuloradio.com website and you can click um contact and you can email us there as well so we look forward to having you on the podcast right katie yes we do please please if you're interested please come and um talk to us about it because we love talking to all different kinds of people about the show and uh we want to talk to you and discuss it with you exactly so before we get into our special Season 7 Spoiler Edition. Here's our announcer with a few special announcements. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio podcasters discussing some of your favorite television shows. Visit poppychularadio.com slash podcasts for a complete list of all the podcasts that we produce. You will get up-to-date information on whether the podcast is currently releasing new episodes or if it's on hiatus. You will also be able to click a link to either take you to Apple Podcasts or the Poppy Chula Radio archives to download the podcast. To binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio podcasts, visit poppychularadio.com slash podcasts. Would you like to be one of the podcasters on this podcast discussing your favorite television show? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. We are always looking for new voices to add to our collection of podcasts. To become a co-host you must be at least 18 years old. You must be comfortable sharing your opinions. And you must be comfortable using Skype. There's no podcast experience required. So if you think you have what it takes to be a Poppy Chula Radio on-air personality, email talent at poppychularadio.com. We look forward to hearing from you. This is a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. PoppyChuloRadio.com is currently looking to expand its web presence, and we're looking for your help. If you're a fan of Poppy Chulo Radio and its signature series, please visit GoFundMe.com slash PoppyChuloRadio and help us with our campaign. Every dollar amount donated will be improving the Poppy Chulo Radio experience and making it more interactive and user-friendly. We thank you in advance for your support. This has been a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. We now return you to our regularly scheduled programming. 
Thanks, announcer. All right, Katie, let's get into it. Let's uh, get into our yellow bug and let's drive to Hyperion Heights. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, we are not going to Storybrooke anymore. We are going to Hyperion Heights, which is located in Seattle. So our show has taken a drastic turn. It is a reboot, a sequel. I've seen it referred to as a requel. Uh, I kind of like that term, but um, it's definitely going to be a lot different than what we've known for the past six years, so buckle up. It's going to be a fun ride. I'm excited, Um, so just to kind of set off the tone of what the season's going to be and what you can be expecting, here's what the description for Season 7 reads. After six seasons, the residents of the Enchanted Forest face their greatest challenge yet as the evil queen, Captain Hook, and Rumpelstiltskin join forces with a grown-up Henry Mills and his daughter Lucy on an epic quest to once again bring hope to their world and ours. Along the way, new fairy tale characters and old search for true love, find adventure, and once again take sides in the struggle of good against evil, as classic tales are once more twisted and reimagined. So, another noteworthy thing that we're going to try to keep reminding you guys, because this is something that is a big change. The show is also changing its days. It's no longer airing on Sunday nights. It will be airing on Friday nights at the same time at 8, 7 central on ABC. But please keep in mind that if you're looking for it on Sunday nights, you're not going to find it. So uh, make sure you pay attention to the new night. And the official date for the premiere episode of season seven is october 6th so that's a couple weeks away we only have like one or two one or two more onceless nights or friday nights so get ready get ready it's going to be kind of exciting i am excited Um, yes i agree and i will make a quick podcasting programming note even though uh, once is moving its night we're still remaining with our same podcast schedule listeners for those out there that didn't know we record the podcast monday evenings and typically at the latest the podcast is released on tuesday Uh, usually to be quite honest i like to edit it as fast as possible and try to get it out to all of you as fast as possible that's why if you do subscribe to us via apple Podcasts slash itunes you might potentially get the uh, episode available to download as early as very late monday evening monday night So um, just know that our schedule will remain the same, so the podcast will be available to download on Tuesdays at the latest. Yes, definitely. Definitely keep that in mind, too. Um, And definitely subscribe, leave us reviews, and rate us, because we would love to see what you think. Yes, please. Um, Yes. So, digging into the new season, there's a lot of stuff that's come out, so we're going to try to consolidate it we're going to try to categorize it for you so we'll start off with casting news so if you were paying attention during 
the reading of the season description, and you haven't figured out by now that there are several of our main characters from the first six seasons missing. So we'll just quickly reiterate that Jennifer Morrison, Josh Dallas, Jennifer Goodwin, Emily DeRaven, and Rebecca Mater, and Jared Gilmore will no longer be on the show Unfortunately, um, Emily DeRobin and Jennifer Morrison, at least as of now, will be making a reappearance. So will Jared Gilmore. Um, so we're crossing our fingers that we'll, we will get to see some more Snow and Charming. Maybe a little bit of, uh, um, wow, Selena. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. It's definitely going to be different because we only have the original three coming back who are... Lana Priya, Colin O'Donohue, and Robert Carlyle. So the season is definitely going to be different right from the bat when we don't see Emma on the screen um, in the first episode. So that um, show shifted to Henry's perspective. And if you haven't heard yet, Andrew J. West is playing an adult Henry. Um, I think he's doing a great job so far from the little clips I've seen. I think... He imitates or does a good job playing a matured Henry. Um, you can also look to see that Alison Fernandez will be playing Henry's daughter, Lucy Mills. Um, her character is kind of reminiscent of Henry in the first season of the show. So we're kind of paralleling back to that, except Henry's taking the place of Emma and Lucy is taking the place of Henry. So we're just kind of going down in the generations a little bit there, which is which is kind of fun. I, I like this little role reversal here. Um, joining them, we have five, I believe it's five, five new series regulars who kind of, quote unquote, are taking the place of the ones that we lost. Um, Devious Maids veteran Danya Ramirez is joining the cast as Cinderella. And if you weren't here when we kind of talked about that before, she's kind of playing a re- not a reboot, but a different iteration. Version. Yes, that is the word I was looking for. A different iteration of Cinderella. So um, we'll be seeing what her character brings to the show. Um, and uh, she will be, she, her character, Cinderella and Henry will be the romance kind of like Snow and Charming's romance was in season one. So we'll kind of be seeing him imitate his grandparents' romantic adventure with Cinderella, which is kind of fun. Um, so she's one of the new series regular. The next series regular is Burn Notice alum, alumni, Gabrielle Anwar. She is joining the cast as the new Wicked Stepmother, Lady Tremaine, a.k.a. the mother of Cinderella in the show. So she kind of, it sounds like she's going to be one of, if not the main new villain of the season, sort of. So um, she is our next, the second series regular. The third new series regular is... The rain, the rain star. Well, I guess it's kind of X rain star because rain is done playing. Oh, shady, Katie. 
<laughs> you know, it's done. <laughs> but Adelaide Adelaide Kane is joining the recurring cast, and she is playing Cinderella's stepsister, Drizella, according to Ed- Eddie Kitsis and the original um, description of her character. She is super wicked. So we'll hear a little bit more about her character later, but she's the third new series regular. The fourth new series regular is Nakia Cox. Um, she will be playing Tiana, and this was kind of more Yay. recent news because at first she was coming on the show as a um, recurring character, but she her status was up to a series regular um, as of August 31st. So what they had to say about her is the Princess and the Frog heroine, whose cursed counterpart is named Sabine, will get the flashback treatment in episode five. Adam said we're not redoing the movie, but we're taking it as a jumping off point. We have an OUAT spin to her story. So she, I think, was the last series regular, I believe. I could be wrong. We'll see when we go up the list. Um, Yay. Yeah, so that's kind of fun. Um, also, so excited. English, I know. I, I, I mean, from the stuff that we've seen behind the scenes, she looks fantastic. And I'm kind of excited because we've been talking about the Princess and the Frog storyline for a couple seasons now. Yes, and so, you finally watched it. Not I recently, did, but you did watch it at some point. I did. I did yeah. watch it. And it was good. It was good. So... I'm excited that they're bringing it on. I really like who they chose to play Tiana. She's so cute, and um, it looks like she's going to do a great job. So I'm excited to see the story play out on the show. I am as well. I've only seen Makia Cox in a couple of things, but I've liked her in the okay. stuff that I've seen. Yeah, I don't think I've seen her in anything else. So it'll be brand new for me, but um, it seems like she's going to be a good fit. So, the next bit of casting news is English actress Rose Reynolds has joined the cast of Once Upon a Time as the recurring character of a new version of Alice from Alice in Wonderland. So, if you remember the spin-off series, uh... Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, because my brain is blanking right now. Katie only Uh, co-hosted on the podcast, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that I really we all I mean both of us I think for sure really like the show. Yeah, um, it was amazing. But yeah, I mean I guess it kind of goes in the same this kind of goes in the same vein as Cinderella and a few of the other characters mm-hmm. who are coming on the show. They're just taking a different version of Alice. Um so we won't see Sophie Lau anymore unfortunately, but um it looks like Rose Reynolds will get a jab at playing the character. So I'm excited to see what she brings to the story. Um, let's see. Emma Booth landed the major, and this it was described as a major recurring role of the witch, who is described as being as wicked as they come. But she is not oh. a is reboot not... of the wicked witch, aka yes. Zelina. Listeners, correct. so don't so, freak out. Don't freak out. She is not. Um, there's lots of witches in so many fairy tales 
and yeah. legends. We'll so, say who we think she is once Katie gets to another casting announcement. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, there was that. So, returning to the show, we kind of talked about it a little bit a couple minutes ago. Um, Jennifer Morrison is coming back. She's coming back for the second episode of the show. We'll get more into that later, but you can look forward to that. And also, Emily DeRaven is coming back to the show. She will be coming back in the fourth episode. Um, they confirmed that DeRaven would return to provide an update on Belle. So we'll kind of get more into that later as well. But for everyone who's kind of wondering how Hook and um, Rumpel are kind of going to be in this new season without their true loves, looks like we're going to get an update on that. So you can look forward to that. You can also look forward to Giles Matthew coming and returning as Gideon. Um, he will also be back in the fourth episode. So we'll kind of get an update on him and Belle and what's going on in their lives. Okay, that's um, interesting. And Jared returns yeah. only for the first one? Jared, that's right. Jared Gilmore so far has been back for the first episode. Um, you can see his return in a sneak peek that was released. Um, it kind of seems like we might see a little bit more of him in the upcoming season, just kind of from what they were saying, um, just to to provide background for how Henry got to where he is, we may be seeing more of him. So uh, I'm going to cross my fingers that we haven't seen the last of Henry as of the premiere episode. Um, so guest starring, as far as guest stars go, for the fifth episode... Kevin Ryan will be playing a small guest star um, in a behind-the-scenes photo that he posted. It appears, I mean, he's in very, very princely outfit. It kind of looks like a reuse of one of Charming's outfits. Um, so he's got to be playing some sort of prince. But he confirmed that by saying that he will be playing Prince Marius. So... I guess we'll see what that means in the fifth episode. Has to do something with Tiana. Um, Robin Givens has been tapped to play Tiana's mother, Eudora, on Once Upon a Time. She is scheduled for at least one episode, um, though she may be back for more, but her character is described as being a loving mother to Tiana and benevolent and a benevolent noblewoman. Formerly wealthy, now facing financial disaster, she handles the transition with grace and inner moral strength. Um, she filmed for the fifth episode, so you can look forward to seeing her there as well. Yay. Yeah, yeah. So kind of going in the same vein of Princess and the Frog, um, Entertainment Weekly, I want to say it was Entertainment Weekly, or TV Guide. One of those two. I'm going to confirm that real quick so I'm not getting my sources wrong here. It was... A returning... A TV Insider. Wow, it wasn't even 
any of those. So TV Insider um, had their magazine come out, and someone scanned a page that was talking about Once Upon a Time coming back. And they were talking about, you know, Tiana coming on the show, and they said that we should expect Dr. Facilier to pop up at some point. So whether that means he's just there for one episode or if he's there for a couple different episodes, um, we'll see. But I think I think Jeff's pretty excited about that. Yes. <laughs> he's been talking about this since, like, the beginning of the entire show. So <laughs> when I saw that news, I immediately thought of him. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, the idea of finally getting some sort of representation from the Princess and the Frog is really exciting. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, I mean, it's just beautiful to see, especially since we've complained about it, the media has complained about it, the fans have complained about the lack of diversity on Once mm-hmm. Upon a Time. So to finally see, like, a bunch of beautiful people of color on the show and even having a couple of them be series regulars is amazing, it is yeah. a little weird, maybe, that uh, we haven't heard yet of a Naveen or a Dr. Facilier being cast. But the fact that yeah. we at least got Eudora cast, that's really exciting. I hope that at some point we do see a Mama Odie. I think oh, yeah. seeing Mama Odie uh, on the screen on Once Upon a Time might be interesting. Um, so they have a lot of like really incredible characters to play with from the princess and the frog. So I am looking forward to seeing how they incorporate the characters because it seems like it's not a straight up, um, I I don't know what I would call it, like a carbon copy from the Mm -hmm. film because uh, Eudora is like a noble woman. She seems to be someone of regal stature. So it seems like they're putting these characters in like a kingdom type of thing, which I like, I think makes sense, especially for once upon a time, you know, if not, they'd probably have to throw them into, you know, one of those other realms where it looks a little bit more modern. So I'm fine with them being royalty. I think I read some comments someplace like they weren't royalty. And so it's once upon a time, time you know it's gonna have that regal aspect so i'm excited i'm here for it and uh, i just hope that whenever they cast dr facilier that they make him like a bad badass character like a (laughs) real evil villain yeah yeah i mean like that's that's him like you can't i i feel like they couldn't do anything different so I'm, i'm crossing my fingers that they do him right yeah and i hope that they have a little bit of money in the special effects budget because he's the shadow man he controls spirits and the shadows and all that kind of stuff so uh, i look forward to some really neat special effects involved with him whenever he works his magic i definitely agree okay so that's kind of it for um, all of the Tiana announcements so far. Hopefully we'll be getting some in the near future. Um, also coming on the show and giving us a different version of the character is Washington Spies' alum Megan Warner. She will be guest starring as a new version of Rapunzel. Um, 
They describe her as, Warner's Rapunzel will find herself magically trapped in a tower by an evil sorceress. Feisty and full of pluck, she will do whatever it takes to break the spell and make the sorceress who imprisoned her pay for those crimes. So, that's kind of exciting. Um, I know I'm excited because Tangled is one of my favorite Disney movies ever. And um, I really liked what they did with the previous um, Rapunzel character on the show. I wish we had seen a little bit more of her, but I'm kind of excited to see a different version of her as well that seems like it's going to be closer to the movie itself um, rather than the Rapunzel tale from lore. Um, It'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, I'm looking forward Uh, to it. And uh, for those out there that were curious, we think this new witch that Katie was discussing uh, moments ago is uh, probably going to be Mother Gothel. But yeah, that's pretty much the most suspected um, character so far for the witch. Um, it makes the most sense because I think she really started filming around the time that they announced this whole thing. So I guess that makes sense. So, uh, we shall see. Um, in the last bit of casting news so far, um, Julian, Julian Haig, who, fun little trivia here, is Georgina Haig, who played Elsa on the show. It's her brother. He's going to be playing a guest role in the sixth episode, which... I won't. Yeah, which is entitled Wake Up Call. So that's kind of fun. I like how they're bringing in the brother of um, Georgina. Um, She was so much fun to have on the show, and I really miss her. So um, kind of keeping it in the family and giving him a guest role in the show as well is, is fun. Okay, so that's pretty much all of the guest starring, the new cast, returning cast. That's pretty much all of the um the news surrounding them so we're kind of going to get into general spoilers now um i'm not going to go over everything that was released during um d23 or um san diego comic-con or anything that was released before then if you want to see all that stuff you can listen to our d23 slash sdcc um, special podcast episode. Um, you can also go to my site at storybookmirror.tumblr.com forward slash spoiler roundup in one word. It's not like there's no separation in the words. It's one word. Um, and check out all of those. Those are at the bottom of the page. Um, but basically the thing to take away from everything that happened in that is that the show is not taking place in Storybrooke anymore. It's taking place in Hyperion Heights, um, which is a city rather than a small coastal town that Storybrooke was. Um, there is a curse that is going on. So that means our three old favorites who are returning to the show, um, Hook, Regina, and Rumple, all have different names and different personalities, cursed personalities. Um, Regina is, Regina is being, her, her new name is Ronnie. Um, and she, she's ditching her pantsuits. So she's in denim. She has curly hair. Um, she's a bar owner. 
So that's kind of a little bit on her character. Hook is a cop, um, and his name is Officer Rogers. Um, and Rumpel is also a detective. We do not know his name. Um, his name and a lot of his character are kind of under wraps. It's very mysterious. Apparently, we'll get into that later, but apparently it's going to be kind of a mystery for the first little bit of the season. Wait, Katie, am I jumping to a head? Because I thought that I read somewhere that his name was Weaver, or is that a rumor? Maybe it is. Wait. Was it confirmed? See, I'm not sure. So, let's, no, listeners, let's just say that is a rumor. Because I feel like I read that somewhere, that yeah, his name yeah. was Weaver. Yeah, I remember that was definitely out there, but I can't remember if that was confirmed or if it was denied. Okay, well, so, that's a rumor else? of a rumor, listener. It's a rumor of a rumor. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll just get right into it. How does this new curse work? So basically what they said is we're going to see in Hyperion Heights that the role Lady Tremaine has taken is very similar in terms of getting to the top, in terms of being a developer who is this character who's trying to push out the fairy tale characters who are living in Hyperion Heights, gentrifying the neighborhood and bringing other people in. Adam said that we're in a city now. Hyperion Heights is part of Seattle the way that Brooklyn is part of New York. It's more densely populated and it's filled with fairy tale characters and non-fairy tale characters alike. And that's another interaction and vibe that we didn't really have in Storybrooke where it was all of the cursed people who were originally in the Enchanted Forest. So they kind of revealed in a spoiler spoiler um blurb later that that's kind of going to be a little bit of the mystery surrounding the new season is that we do have characters who are both fairy tale, cursed fairy tale characters and people who are just regular people and we don't necessarily know who is who um you, there's going to be mystery surrounding it so that's kind of a little bit into how the new curse works um or how Hyperion Heights works more specifically. Um, Adam also said that Henry is not the only author. Adam said that there have been multiple books, and with each book comes a new author. Different books have different mythologies, so it's not like we're going to tell the author mythology the same way or the Dark One mythology the same way. There's going to be new things and new mythologies to explore as Henry kind of um, goes through the different books. So that'll be kind of interesting to see, to see where the new books take you, they take you to new realms, and to see the mythologies behind those realms. Um, if you remember from the season six finale, um, in the last few minutes, I think it was, there was a big darkness that came and kind of overtook the enchanted forest. Um, Adam and Eddie said, don't look for that darkness to come back quickly. That was just a hint at what the future Henry with his nine-year-old daughter in the Enchanted Forest is dealing with. From the first half of the season, or the first part of the season, we'll be focusing on Henry meeting Cinderella. So we're not going to be getting 
to the darkness first. We're going to first focus on the Enchanted Forest flashbacks of Henry meeting Cinderella, falling in love, and eventually having Lucy herself. And then we'll, I'm a, what I would assume is we would get to the end, the last half of the end of the season when Lucy has progressed to nine years old and we see the darkness taking over the Enchanted Forest. Can I just say that I hope that that dark cloud is Dr. Facilier. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. I mean, it would make sense. It would. Uh, that would be interesting if Lady Tremaine and Dr. Facilier teamed up. Oh my, that would be like, that would, wow. That would be a very dramatic and very powerful villain duo there. Yes, and I hope that they're sassy. Yes. I mean, who doesn't want a sassy villain i mean because we're kind of losing regina as the sassy evil queen so someone's got to replace it yeah and i'm just gonna put this out there i hope rumple isn't like as morally ambiguous as he has been in the past because i feel like we've already done that that okay well i'm putting it out there because i feel like we've already done that and It'd be nice to see a really a different iteration of Rumple, mm-hmm. especially since time has passed. And at least at the end of the first book, it looked like he was embracing his family. So mm-hmm. it sounds like Katie has some news about that a little <laughs> bit later. So We will talk about that a little bit later. Okay. So, um, Continue on, up. Katie. <laughs> okay. So getting back into it. I'm talking more about Hyperion Heights. Hyperion Heights is not invisible to the outside world like Storybrooke was. They can't... This was apparently... Okay, this was a part of one of the... um, Wow. The spoiler roundup... Spoiler editions that um, EW does where they ask them questions and or lightning round. That's what it is. The lightning rounds where they ask them questions and they have to answer yes, no, or can't say. And so they said Adam and Eddie answered can't say to the question that was a heart crushed for Hyperion Heights to be created. So if, they're, if they can't say, I'm guessing that a heart was crushed for Hyperion Heights to be created. But the question is, whose heart was it? Um, the creators also confirmed that we will see new realms this season. Which makes sense, considering we have Tiana's realm, we have Alice in Wonderland's realm, um, Cinderella's. We have a lot of new territory that we can cover. Yes, um, well, speaking of the crushed heart, yeah. Anastasia hasn't been cast, so... There you go. <laughs> That's very true. Um, going some more with the lightning round. This is dealing with the trio, the original, the returning trio. So Hook, uh, Regina, and Rumple. Someone asked, does the returning trio have any memories of Storybrooke? They said that they can't say they also said they can't say if the villain of the season is related to any of our original characters they can't say if we will see the original cinderella at any point this season they also can't say if grown-up henry will see uncle neil or cousin robin at any point 
And they also can't say if we'll see more of the Evil Queen and Robin Hood in the Wish Realm. Um, with all of those can't say though, they did confirm that Rumple is still affected by the Dark Curse. They confirmed there will be references to the original story. They confirmed that Henry will be visiting places from multiple storybooks. Storybooks. No storybooks. Storybooks. They also said that, yes, Henry remembers his family, um, that we will see bonding between Hook and Henry, and that, yes, Regina will get to meet Lucy, obviously. So there's um, just a kind of a quick look at the lightning round. Definitely check that out for all of the answers, but um, those are some of the more juicy ones. When... They revealed that Regina's curse name is Ronnie. They said that the reason that it couldn't be revealed until much later than she had been filming, they said it was because Ronnie is the name of her bar. They said that Ronnie's bar is the new grannies with alcohol and cassettes. Um... So that's going to be kind of fun. And if you want to see promotional stills that kind of uh, give you kind of a taste of what Ronnie's Bar is going to look like, you can go to our site to look at that. So you can also go to our Facebook page um, at facebook.com forward slash Storybook Weekly Mirror. Um, they kind of talked because, I mean, the question has always been for Regina, is she going to get a love interest and then she does and then they die or they get separated or everything happens pretty much. Pretty much they die. So the question was posed again, is Regina going to get a new love interest this season finally? And so at a, Eddie and Adam have said that it is something that we're actively wanting to do, but right now some other things are going to take center stage before we get to it. When the season starts, Henry is going to need help, so obviously she's going to help her son. Then in Seattle, what you'll realize is she runs to the bar, is she runs the bar, not runs to the bar, she runs the bar and she realizes that it's up to her to stand up to the bully, who is Lady Tremaine. So, someone asked Lana herself, who does Lana think would be a good match for Gina? Lana said, someone really strong. I don't just mean physically strong. They have to have a strong heart. I don't want her to control anyone. I want someone to be a really good match for her. Maybe she's challenged by him in ways, a mature relationship. I feel like she's matured so much. I don't know who he is yet. I don't think the producers know yet. So that's pretty much what they've said when they broached the subject is they want to get to it. Um, they have plans to get to it. They don't know who it is yet, um, but they want it to be a perfect fit for her to finally give her someone that she can finally be happy with mm. who's not going to die yes dracula <laughs> the most important there you go <laughs> we figured it out we did watch it'll actually happen now we'll see we'll see <laughs> so that was kind of talking a little bit about regina's new persona in the show let's move to hook so 
Hook knows deep down inside that something is missing from his life. Something is not quite right. Um, He's searching for something and doesn't realize that he is. So what is he looking for? Eddie said that it's a missing case. And it is not Emma. It's a brand new story. Um, Adam said that he is a cop with a very specific mission in a case that has haunted him that he has not solved, and that will be what he and that that will be what we'll be teasing out in the first couple of episodes. So Kitsis also said later he's a good cop with a plate filled with temptation. So looks like he will have some will have some mystery surrounding him and he will have a um a case that's haunting him and mm-hmm. we won't know what it is either it'll kind of be a mystery for us as well that's interesting um, i wonder if we will get yeah. a lot of uh like police stuff because it seems as if mm-hmm. all of the characters are in the police force basically yeah exactly so i mean pretty much all of them are well i mean you know what i'm saying that and uh, now i'm laughing in my head because like emma was the sheriff and like charming was in was working as the sheriff and so i guess it kind of does make sense ish yeah yeah it does yeah that's true i guess i didn't i didn't even connect that either myself so it's kind of like small town sheriff versus big city cops. Mm-hmm. Basically, so yeah. That's pretty much what we'll be dealing with. Um, talking about the next part of our trio, we're going to talk about Rumpelstiltskin. Um, they said that his Hyperion Heights counterpart, ha- counterpart has been described as menacing, but we won't find out his name until the premiere. We warned you, season one, he was a difficult man to love, but at the same time, he did find true love last year and chose love over power. So we don't know what we'll be looking at, Eddie said. I would hope that the growth and everything he fought for wouldn't be erased, but as we know, that's the day-to-day fight. So he is going to be a morally ambiguous character again. (laughs) Well, there we go. So, there you go. You got got your wish, right? Yes. Yay. Uh, okay, so moving into our new cast um, and getting a little bit of more info on them. Um, we'll talk about Cinderella first. So, her... I was going to say Storybrooke. Her Hyperion Heights character, I guess you can say. Her persona's name is Jacinta. Jacinda, Um, and we will find out that she's not necessarily looking for her prince. We will see a single mother who is struggling to keep her family together and keep her life together and keep her head up against many obstacles. So she's finding herself once again being Cinderella to the world where she feels like she's constantly cleaning up her mess, but yet she can never get ahead. So, there's a little bit of info on Cinderella. Moving to Drizella. Drizella presents herself to be as evil as the evil stepsisters promise to be. But like everything in Once Upon a Time, you never know what's underneath it. 
Viewers beware. She may even rival her mother, Lady Tremaine. Eddie teased she takes a lot of abuse from her mom, but I wonder how long that will last. And then Adam added, there's a lot going on inside of Drizella, and she earned the evil moniker. So, sounds like she's going to be pretty evil. Hmm. So, moving moving on to her mother, um, Lady Tremaine. The new big bad is Cinderella's evil stepmother, who wants to get to the top and will use any means necessary. Her, her Hyperion Heights counterpart takes the form of a developer named Victoria, trying to gentrify the neighborhood and push out the fairy tale characters. But there's more to Lady Tremaine than we may yet realize. Adam said that Lady Tremaine doesn't like Cinderella very much, and she's got an agenda. But there's something broiling beneath that's personal and painful that is driving all of this. Um, moving to the new Alice in Wonderland character, played by Rose Reynolds. They said that Alice from Wonderland's fame is a character in the vein of Rumpelstiltskin, and that you don't really quite know what she's up to, where she's going, or where she's been. And that is a fact that Rumpel, in particular, will find curious. So we'll kind of be seeing Rumpel interacting with Alice a little bit more, um than anyone else, I guess you could say. Moving to Tiana. Um, they describe that Tiana will, playing, uh, will be taking center stage in episode 5 when viewers get to see her origin story, but it doesn't necessarily follow the film. Adam said that we're not redoing the movie, we're taking it as a jumping-off point. We want to honor the character and make sure we're true to it, but we have a Once Upon a Time spin. In Seattle, Tiana, Tiana's counterpart, Sabine, Will, will play a vital role. Her relationship with Cinderella is like Snow and Red's relationship. They're roommates and they're very good friends. I'm really excited for that. I'm excited to yeah. see Cinderella and Tiana's um, relationship. Um, I think that's fun because I, I always loved Snow and Red's relationship. We didn't get much of it, but it was always it was always something that was teased at and was kind of fun. So. It'll be fun to see that played out in the new season as well with new characters. Yeah, I'm looking so, forward to that. And I hope that yeah. it does correlate with uh, Snow and I Red. do. I do, too. I really do. Because I loved them. So I hope that it will kind of um, emanate and um, be like their relationship was. So, talking about Lucy Mills, she is the daughter of Henry and Cinderella, and she has the inviolable task that her father also faced as a child. Lucy right now has to bear the burden of the truest believer because her father no longer does. Eddie said, it is up to her to get people to remain hopeful. You'll see a lot of Henry in her, and I think you'll see a lot of her grandma, Snow, in her as well. And then finally, moving on to Henry Mills. This is kind of this is kind of fun information. So after leaving home to find his own story, Henry found an epic romance with Cinderella, but eventually ends up cursed in Hyperion Heights. He's no longer a wide-eyed believer like he once was. He is now a cynical author turned Uber driver. 
Henry had the heart of the truest believer, and when we meet him, he no longer believes, and it's up to his daughter, who he doesn't even realize is his daughter, to help him find his belief again. He's an Uber driver, but in the Once Upon or the Hyperion Heights realm, it is called Swift. So he's a Swift driver. Um, he wrote one book called Once Upon a Time that we'll realize has all the stories from the first six seasons. But it did not do well. No one bought it. And he's a guy that's down on his luck looking for his place in the world. Um, talking a little bit more about the Uber, the Swift driver thing. Um, actually, we went over all that. Um, but this is kind of kind of in the same vein. It The article kind of went a little bit more into what Hyperion heights actually looks like so unlike storybrooke hyperion heights actually has technology um eddie and adam said that we're going to have technology and juice bars and instagram and robots robots everywhere they're kidding they're kidding about the robots but in all seriousness eddie says hyperion heights will much more reflect the world we're living in today where storybrooke was its own timeless capresque small town so, um, I definitely get the feeling that Hyperion Heights is definitely more of your big city, modern day, um, type of a feel. So that, that's kind of going to be what the, um, what the modern day story will feel like in the show. Like in the first six seasons, Storybook was always like a small coastal town. So you kind of got that small town feel, but this one will be more big city. So it'll be a little bit more chaotic, maybe. Um, a lot more people to deal with. So that'll be what we're looking at there. Um, kind of moving into Regina and Henry. So they always had such a strong bond um, growing through the six seasons. So um, Lana said that Regina reuniting with Henry for the first time will be very jarring for her, especially when she realizes how many years that she missed of his life. She said, you get to see a little bit of that. She basically sees him for the first time, and she's just like, oh my god, it's jarring for her when she sees him for the first time, but she's also really happy for him because he's turned into this beautiful young man, and she's really quite impressed with him, but she's still getting to know him at this level. Um, someone asked Adam and Eddie, well, so Hook and Hook's going to have a centric episode in the second episode. Rumpel's going to have a centric episode as a fourth episode. When's Regina going to get her centric episode? And so they said she's in all the flashbacks for episodes two and three significantly. So Regina fans don't have to worry. She's front and center as always, but they think that her centric episode will probably be episode six so we'll see if they stay true to that but who knows um and then kind of the last little bit of generic news that came out is who is going to be the new queer character that is introduced on the show uh adam said it will be a new character that we have introduced within the premiere that we will realize is gay within the first four episodes. Um, I don't know. My bet is on Alice. I don't know why. I really... Alice or Drizella. I don't know why. And there are a couple. 
Probably. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. <laughs> I think I said this before because the show has gone into the lady pond before. It would be nice to see like two men together yeah, on the show. Really, yeah. But the show yeah. this season is like so heavily female that it, I, you it's know, very heavily female. Like a lesbian they don't couple have, makes Henry's sense. Henry's pretty much the only guy, the only new center stage guy. I mean, we have Hook and Rumple, but yeah, pretty much everyone else new is female. So, I guess we'll see. We shall see. Okay, so that's all the generic and the casting news. So let's get into specifically episode by episode news. That means we're going to go over any press releases, any promotional stills, um, what the episode title is, who it was written by, and filming news as well. So our premiere episode is titled Hyperion Heights. Very fitting. Um, it's written by Eddie Kitsis and Adam Horowitz. Um, there's several things out for it now. Um, there's this, there's first look at Henry and Cinderella. There's sneak peeks. There's sneak peek stills. There's the first look at Lady Tremaine, Drizella, and Alice. Um, but they just recently came out with the press release and the promotional photos. So definitely go to our Facebook page and my site to check out the promotional photos. But we will read the press release right now. So, it says, In the season premiere episode, Henry leaves Storybrooke in search of his own story. Years later, in another realm, he encounters a troubled Cinderella, changing the trajectory of his quest forever. When Cinderella's evil stepmother, Lady Tremaine, poses a threat, Henry discovers that following his heart will require him to make more difficult choices than he ever could have imagined. Years later, a young Lucy finds a disillusioned Henry at his home in Seattle, determined to make him remember his true self in order to defeat the curse afflicting the fairy tale characters of Hyperion Heights. Um, people who are guest starring in the episode are Jared Gilmore as young Henry, Makia Cox will be in the episode guest starring for this one before she takes her series regular role. Rose Reynolds is Alice, Adelaide, Adelaide Kane is Drizella, slash Ivy, so her Hyperion Heights name is Ivy. Daniel Jeffrey will be playing Carl, Liam Hall will be playing the Prince, and it looks like Jillian Far Farge, I think, will be playing the Fairy Godmother, and Darcy Laurie will be playing Louie. So... A few, a few familiar faces in there. Um, so, looks like it's going to be a great episode. Um, going over the filming news. Lucy, Lady Tremaine, Drizella, and Cinderella filmed in the new Hyperion Heights town. Young Henry and Regina filmed a scene outside of her house in Storybrooke, which you can see that scene in the first sneak peek released for the episode, which was released during san diego comic-con so you can check that out so this is kind of interesting news um there was a set um that was filmed at um it looks like there's a statue of a troll under 
the bridge in Hyperion Heights, and the back of the troll has a tribute to Emma Swan's bug. So you can kind of see the back of Emma Swan's bug in the statue um, itself, so it's kind of like a statue version, like she ran into it or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm very curious about it. I like that they kind of threw that in there as a tribute to the famous yellow bug. Um, we saw some behind-the-scenes photos of Gold and Hook playing the detective and police officer in Hyperion Heights. Uh, there was randomly, we still don't have any answers for this that I know of. There was some guy walking around in a suit. I don't know. I don't know who he is. Could just be a random extra. We'll see. Um... According to a set report, Cinderella plays a police officer in Hyperion Heights who argues with Henry while his car is being towed. So I don't know if maybe she's kind of like Bail Bonds woman type thing like Emma was, or if she is a police officer, or if she's kind of employed by the police. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to connect the dots. Later on in one of the episodes, we see that she is working on a big truck. Um, So it appears like maybe she's a car repairs man. Or maybe she she owns a car repair shop. And that would make sense. Or she owns a towing shop. Um, And that would make sense why she's the one who's towing Henry's car away. I just connected the dots. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, But that's pretty much all the filming news that I have gathered or seen for the first episode. So we'll move on to the second episode. The second episode is titled A Pirate's Life and was written by Jane Espenson and Jerome Schwartz. So there were some fun promotional sneak peek photos that were released and it shows Emma and Henry or sorry Emma and Hook reuniting with Henry so it's it's kind of a view of Emma seeing Henry as an older more mature Henry and um she's crying and she's hugging him and, and it's she's just, got really bad hair yeah i mean she they they should have they should have just Given her, her gone old with wig. the passage of time. No, they should have gone with the passage of time and just been like, well, Emma cut her hair. Why did they have to give her a horrible wig? Or, or whatever, well, extensions. I don't know. I don't know anything I, about extensions, hair. Sorry. But yeah, it's really anyways, bad. It, it's pretty bad. I'm not, I'm not going to. She does not own a comb in the Enchanted no, Forest. She does not. <laughs> so. Putting the hair aside, definitely check those out, especially if you love Emma and Hook. Um, there will be some sort of a dancing scene in this episode because they were hiring um, dancing extras and putting choreography together for it. Um, this episode will really delve into what happened to Hook and how he got here with good flashback stories to that whole um well you know here we go this eddie said what we're not doing is a flashback story where we're seeing stuff prior to or during the previous six seasons what we will be seeing is 
them moving forward past the end of season six, seeing what happened with Emin Hook and how it relates to the events in Hyperion Heights. They said that it is a very emotional curtain call for Emma. So we'll see what that all entails. Um, so filming news wise, Hook and young Henry were sword fighting on the Jolly Roger. So Jared Gilmore, it appears, will be back for this episode. Um, they were seeing a sword fighting on the Jolly Roger. Emma also filmed aboard the ship with Hook and Henry. Um, looks like there was some kiss scene that was filmed on the ship as well. So that was pretty much all we have filming-wise for that episode. So we'll move on to the third episode, which is titled The Garden of Forking Paths. And it was written by David H. Goodman and Bridget Hales. Just an FYI, um, how you uh, read, or I should say reported, about that scene, it sounds like you were alluding to the fact that Hook and Henry kiss. Hook and, oh my gosh! Because no. you're like, Hook and Henry saying? are fighting on the ship with swords, and then there's a kiss scene that's filmed. I thought I said, and then Emma came on the ship. Okay. Did I not say that? Oh I don't think gosh. you said now that. I'm, now I'm paranoid that I didn't say Emma also filmed on the ship. It was funny, nonetheless. <laughs> that's really funny. Anyways, they did not kiss. Hook and Henry are bonding this season, apparently, <laughs> in different ways. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Moving on to the Garden of Working Paths. So, um, we also got a first-look photo for this episode of Cinderella, Tiana, Henry, Regina, and Hook in the Enchanted Forest, in all their Enchanted Forest clothing, like Regina has on a fancy dress, like an Evil Queen-looking dress. Hook has on his pirate gear. Um, but they're all together. And, like, Henry is grown up. It's a grown-up Henry. So it's all of them together in their Enchanted Forest outfits in this picture. I don't know what's going on. I'm very confused about the timeline. Um... But I guess I guess we'll see. We gotta wait for the episode. We'll see. Um, so Adam said that this is the first in this episode is the first time that we meet Tiana. We meet Tiana in a fairy tale realm in turmoil. She's a princess with a mission to restore freedom to her people. Tiana's most defining characteristic is her strength. She's been through a lot when we meet her, but she never wavers, even when doubting oneself would seem to be the most logical and safe course of action. She has her share of enemies, but that goes with the territory when one is fighting for a just cause. Um, as far as filming goes, uh, Regina, Henry, Lucy, and Cinderella filmed in what looks like a community garden. It looks like Cinderella makes some sort of speech to the people um, and Lady Tremaine is there, so I assume that she would, uh, be interrupting this speech. Um, Regina Hook filmed in their Enchanted Forest outfits, like we went over earlier. Hook and Tiana filmed a scene on a bench together, and it looks like Lady Tremaine and Gold filmed a scene together as well. Moving on to episode number four. This episode is titled Beauty, and it was written by Dana Horgan and Leah Fong. Um, this is the episode that Emily DeRaven and Giles Matthew are returning as Belle and Gideon 
um, for uh, this episode is a Rumpel-centric type episode that will explain to the audience quite a lot about their relationship. Actually, even from way, way back in the fairy tale land as well. Um, it follows the course of Rumpel and Belle's relationship through the years, and it explains where she is now in terms of her life after Storybrooke. Adam and Eddie actually said that this is a hugely romantic episode. It is their favorite Rumble episode since Skin Deep. So Rumble fans have a lot coming for them in this episode, apparently. Um, Filming-wise, Gold filmed a scene talking to Alice on a bench. Um, Belle and Rumple filmed a scene at a birthday party for a very young Gideon. So this has got to be like when he's turning toddler or whatever, this does take place in Storybrooke. So it looks like we'll get a little glimpse of Storybrooke in this episode. Um, Belle and Rumple also filmed another scene, and then they filmed another scene together with Gideon. So this would be when Gideon is much older, obviously, because um, he's being played by Giles Mathy in this scene. So there you go. Moving on to episode number five. This title is called, the title of this episode is called Greenbacks and is written by Christopher Hollier and Adam Karp. Um, this is the episode that Kevin Ryan is appearing as Prince Marius. And this episode is also the flashback for Tiana or the origin story of Tiana for our show. Um, Lady Tremaine and Drizella filmed in their Enchanted Forest clothing for this episode. Hook filmed as well. Drizella filmed... Um, Cinderella and Lucy filmed together. Um, Hook and Tiana filmed together. Tiana and Cinderella filmed. These are just like a lot of behind the scenes pictures that confirm that they did certain scenes together. Um, Lady Tremaine and Lucy filmed in the same scene. Uh, Cinderella, Drizella, and Lucy filmed a scene. And then, this is the episode where we see Eudora, because, um, why is her name escaping me? Robin Givens. Robin Givens, yes, and, yep, that's right. Robin Givens posted a behind-the-scenes photo of her in her Enchanted Forest clothing. She looks very regal and gorgeous. Um, so she filmed a scene with Tiana, um, and then Prince Marius and Tiana filmed a scene together in a green screen setting. Um... And then, last but not least, Tiana and Lucy filmed the scene together as well. Moving on to the sixth episode. This episode is titled Wake Up Call and is written by Jerome Schwartz and Jane Espenson. This is the episode that Julian Haig, Georgina Haig's brother, will be guest starring for a role in this episode that we do not know what he's guest starring as. Um... Really, the only filming news we have is that Lady Tremaine, Cinderella, Hook, and Lucy filmed a scene. Lucy and Regina filmed. Henry. Okay, this is the one where Henry seems to come up and interrupt Cinderella, who is working on fixing a truck. So he basically, if you look at the behind-the-scenes photos, she's under a truck working on it. And he kind of comes up, and he has a radio in his hand playing music. Um, trying to get her attention. Um, because we will be seeing Henry and Cinderella's relationship form in the Enchanted Forest. But as we did with Snow and Charming as well, we will be seeing their relationship come together in um, Hyperion Heights as well. 
Um, so that's kind of, we get a little bit of that intera- interaction between them in the sixth episode. Um, the witch and Lucy filmed a scene together in this episode. And Hook and Henry filmed a scene together where it appears that they are running towards something. Um, we didn't get very many behind-the-scenes photos of this, but they are both running towards something. Uh, the next episode is the seventh episode, and it is titled Eloise Gardner, and is written by David H. Goodman and Bridget Hales. Um, the title of this episode came out just a few days after Rapunzel was cast, so I will take a definite guess that Eloise Gardner is Rapunzel's cursed name in Hyperion Heights. That's my guess. We'll see. Okay. Um, we'll go with that. Is Rapunzel yeah. recurring? It did not say in the in the casting news. Okay, because it's interesting so, if she's just a guest star mm-hmm. and that they named the episode after her. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Or maybe that's the witch's name. Maybe, yeah, that could be too. Because the witch is recurring, and that would make more sense. So, it's, yeah, it's definitely either Rapunzel or the witch's curse name. It's one of their curse names, because I, like, looked up Eloise Gardner and couldn't find anything That would make sense, because Mother Gothel, didn't she, like, steal something from the garden? Yeah, she stole the flower in the movie. She stole a flower. It wasn't a garden specifically, but she dug it up. Okay, so maybe that's... the magical flower. How... Maybe that's why they're calling her Eloise Gardner. Could be. Definitely could be. So, I guess we'll see. But the only filming news we have so far for this episode is that the witch filmed. And the only reason we know that is because she posted a photo in the makeup trailer. So... I think that is the episode that is currently being filmed, so we really don't have much on it. Um, We do, however, have one last episode title to go over with you, and that is for the eighth episode, and it is titled Pretty in Blue, and it was written by Dana Horgan and Leah Fong. So we don't have anything else on that, just the title, but from the title, I would take a guess that it is about Cinderella. Yeah, blue dress. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that's it. That's May I ask everything. you a question, Katie? Yes, go for it. Because I really don't have um, an idea, but I, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if you might have like oh, no. some sort of suspicion or maybe a, a theory or a clue. When do you think Henry awakens do you think he's always going to be quote-unquote cursed do you think he will find out before the mid-season finale like what do you think when do you think people start waking up um that's a good question i have not even thought about it i as of the eighth episode i don't think anyone's personally awake maybe henry is but i don't know Okay. I, wa- I really think it's going to be maybe resonate a little bit closer to season one and um, maybe they won't drag it out 
that long, but I think for a good portion of the season, people will be cursed. Okay. Maybe not the entire season, like season one, but I haven't even really thought about that. That's a good question. I mean, from filming spoilers, it kind of seems like as of the eighth episode, no one is awake yet. Because they all keep acting uh, Hyperion Heights-ish. Yeah, exactly. In the Hyperion Heights filming. Yeah. So, that's what I'm gathering from it. Is as of the eighth episode, no one is awake yet. Except, I'm wondering if Aelis is awake. Because, like, they talk about how her character is mysterious, and you don't really know what she's doing, where she's going, what's going on with her. I wonder if she's kind of like Rumpel was in the first season, where he's actually, or she is actually awake, and she knows things. Because maybe she wasn't cursed? Maybe she just appeared in Hyperion Heights? Okay, I'm gonna... This is, like, random. I don't know. But if you look at the promotional photos, um, we get a little glimpse at Alice, and she is kind of interesting. She, just from what I can kind of tell, she looks like she... I don't know. She Maybe she deals in potions or something. I don't know, because she looks very mysterious, and she has a hood on. She looks very different from her character in Hyperion Heights. Like, she looks... It doesn't even look like the same person. Um, she has a hood on. She's got her blue dress. She has a bottle in her hand. It looks like the bottle says, Drink Me, from, like, from Alice. And she's leaning against a tree in some old cave-looking place that has a bunch of potions and lit candles in it. I don't know. I'm wondering if she never, like, she she retained her memories somehow. Or kind of even like how Jefferson she... was awake. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Even if she was... Or even if she, maybe she was never cursed, per se. Like, if she deals with potions and whatnot who's to say that she doesn't know how to realm jump so what if she just realm jumped into hyperion heights not really knowing Mm -hmm. what it was and then she realizes like let's say she had met cinderella before and so she realizes who she is but she's not Mm -hmm. acting as herself so she decides to stick around maybe yeah that could be i don't know or it could be like jefferson yeah, there's there's a real there's so many theories. I don't know. It's it's gonna be pretty exciting. So it's not gonna be long. We only got a couple weeks left. October sixth, remember? Once upon a time is on Friday nights now at eight seven central rather than Sunday nights. So make sure you're tuning in on Friday nights and make sure you tune in for our show at the same time as usual, either Monday night, but Tuesday for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So on that note, join us next time for a brand new installment of Storybrooke Weekly Mirror. Once again, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Storybrooke Weekly Mirror. Follow us on Tumblr, storybrookeweeklymirror.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, 
Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through Apple Podcasts. Just search for Storybrook Weekly Mirror and subscribe. Thanks, announcer. Katie, please wish the listeners a good night. Good night, guys. See you all in a couple weeks. Thanks for tuning in. Download new episodes of Storybrooke Weekly Mirror every Tuesday via Apple Podcasts and the Poppy Chula Radio Archives. Good night. Mm-hmm.